another episode of Inside the Oval presented by Dignity Health. This week, I'm joined by 49ers Digital Marketing Manager, Derek Sanchez. Derek, thank you for coming on the podcast. Hey, Haley. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. To start off, I just want to know, what does your job entail as a 49ers Digital Marketing Manager? Sure. As a Digital Marketing Manager... Um, there's kind of two sides to it for me personally or just professionally. Um, with email marketing, I manage the overall uh, strategy for email marketing. So that's working with a lot of several other departments within the organization, but also for uh, Levi Stadium as well. The other side of it is the mobile app. And so I manage the overall strategy for our 49ers app, which includes the user interface, which vendors we're working with. That also extends into push notifications for mobile and also our desktop uh, platform. So we just finished the 2021 NFL draft. What does draft prep and draft weekend look like for you? Great question. Preparation. There's a lot of prep that goes into the to the draft. First things first is, you know, staying away from like the blogs and the and the other media um, options and all the smokescreen that comes with draft because I, I'm sure everyone knows we were the third overall pick and, you know, just hearing all the rumors and, and, and whatnot. But aside from that, really, it's just organizing um, really for the email and app. And that means organizing with you, Haley, but also the content team, the articles that Kiana puts out working alongside our graphic design team, the, the dope graphics they create, and just making sure all the sizing and specifications look well for email and app. Uh, really just building out you know, different draft uh, emails, previewing the draft, but also recapping days one, two, and three. Uh, but on the app side, it's having a, a great user interface, having the graphics, and just really a good page build out for our, for our fans to view and be in, engaged and inter- interacting with. Since joining the 49ers, how many emails do you think you've sent? Because I know you sent quite a few over draft weekend. <laughs> over, I guess we're going into our fifth season now. How many emails would you th- do you think you've sent? Oh, man, uh, that's a great question. I, is the right answer too many? <laughs> no, and I think, you know, all of, our, all of our emails are very intentional with great purpose and great reason, whether we're sending out a message, um, previewing the draft, or we have a great upcoming event coming, you know, uh, for Levi Stadium. Uh, I work with several departments, work with from ticketing to member services to 49ers EDU to HR, um, from internal to external, fan facing to internal facing. And so I don't know if I can even ballpark that number, but it's, you know, I I can tell you right now in in terms of the recipients, the people who receive and see our emails, um, per month, it's probably well into the hundreds of, hundreds of thousands. That's really impressive. Has it ever gotten normal for you that you send emails kind of as the voice of the 49ers for hundreds of thousands of fans? Or is that still a novel aspect of your job? <laughs> well, when you put it that way, I never thought about it that way. And I always talk about my job with my with my wife, Ruth. And you know, and I tell her, you know, being a 49er fan all my life and now working for the org, if I feel pretty lucky to be, you know, sending out communications to the fans, to the fan base, you know, just thinking, I always put myself in my shoes uh, of, of before I worked for the 49ers, just a regular fan, right? With part of the faithful and some of the things I would want to see. Um, and so that's a huge part of the being intentional with the messaging and the, the different images 
and what what fans really want to see. I think at the end of the day, I think about what a, what would a, a normal regular 49er faithful want to see from my emails. As you said, you are from the Bay Area. You went to school in the Bay Area. What was after graduating from San Jose State? What was your path to the 49ers? Great question. I think my path to the 49ers wasn't kind of the traditional route from, you know, graduating college, getting my first job out of college into the 49ers. Uh, I took a, a little bit of a unique path uh, when I graduated San Jose State, or I should say while I was at school at San Jose State, I knew I wanted to work in the entertainment slash sports industry. Um, during college, I interned for a small music magazine. I also interned for a nonprofit motion picture company. And during my stint in junior college, before I got to San Jose State, I was an assistant sports editor for our community college newspaper. So the interest was always there. But during my time with San Jose State, I think, you know, I don't want to age or date myself. And <laughs> But dur- during my time at San Jose State, Silicon Valley had become a thing. You know, the allure of working for a, a big tech company with all the great benefits, the free coffee, the free snacks and whatnot. And, you know, I think I got kind of lost in that mix. So when I graduated, it took me a little bit of time to find my first job. And I worked for a startup company that did uh, smart parking, <laughs> right? Smart parking is a thing. And, and I worked there for a couple of years and I moved on to a database platform company. And, you know, I did those two startup companies for about about four years, four or five years. And at the end of the day, I just wasn't happy with my with my role. You know, it was in marketing, but it was mainly marketing operations. And, you know, I just didn't love what I did. And so, you know, I kind of had that moment in my life where I kind of contemplated, do I want to be doing this the rest of my life? And, you know, I just got married. I had my first child. And. I really just wanted to be happy with my professional career. And so kind of just did a bit of due diligence and researched, you know, checked out, you know, how can I get back into sports? You know, that passion I had growing up um, for sports and how can I make that a career? And so, you know, connected with different people, did some, you know, networking on my own, found that there was a local program, a sport management program at the University of San Francisco, went through that program for 23 months, you know, shout out my cohort 44 there. They were huge in helping me and supporting me throughout the whole process, the whole faculty administration. And, you know, after I would say 16 or 17 months into the program, did a few volunteering at different orgs. I applied for a job at the 49ers and, you know, fast forward to today, I, I mean, I've, I've been with the organization since, since uh, I think July 2017. Haley, you and I started on the same day, by the way. So we did, and I will forever be grateful. <laughs> I recommend anyone who's starting a new job start with someone who, and we sit next to each other. We have ever since, so it's it's always yeah. good going in with a friend. <laughs> yeah, like, and then it's amazing how the past you know four or five years have been. I think we're entering our fifth season, and so you've been. Um, instrumental piece to like my growth and my development you're just working alongside with you yeah I think it's been really cool for me to see your development or like your evolution of your position when we came in you were an email marketing coordinator and then an email marketing manager and now a digital marketing manager 
you've taken on new responsibilities, new platforms. How has your role expanded since 2017? Because I think from an outsider's perspective looking in, it's very much evolved. Yeah, it definitely has evolved. (laughs) When I first joined the 49ers, you know, my primary role was, you know, email marketing, working with several other departments and organizations to make sure we're messaging the fans in an appropriate, you know, in appropriate manner. Um, That has evolved into, you know, more responsibilities, which is great. I got promoted into being an email marketing manager and further developing our email programs for Levi Stadium and the 49ers, which includes, you know, ticket sales, our drip programs, our automated programs and things like that. That is that quickly evolved as well to being just the additional marketing manager and really taking on more responsibility on the app side, our mobile app, for our 49ers mobile app, excuse me. And I, I touched on it earlier, but it's really just working with our vendor and other other kind of partners with within the app. And really um, figuring out the structure and design, the user interface. Um, I touched on push notifications, which is huge, and and uh, messaging out our 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 49ers brand to to the faithful. I'm curious when you were at San Jose State, you graduated with a bachelor's in public relations, correct? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Did you see yourself working in public relations? Do you still use that degree? I am a big fan of people who don't use their degree or don't work in their degree necessarily because I feel a kin- I feel um, a, at them as kindred spirits. So what was your decision like for that process? Interestingly enough, I started my collegiate career, if you will, as a journalism major and really enjoyed writing all my life and... I remember meeting with like a guidance counselor, you know, before graduation, before you needed to find, like you finally declare, this is like your major for, for college. And I, I think I got nervous. I think I got scared of, you know, what, what potentially my career could be as a journalist. And I kind of last minute switched my major from journalism, which was like an emphasis reporting, reporting and editing to public relations. Um, so interesting, interesting, interestingly enough, I met with my, one of my PR teachers and she, you know, she was just an amazing advisor an amazing teacher. And, you know, I really enjoyed her classes that I, that I took with her. And I think that was part of the reason, but to answer your question, although I'm not in PR today, I think it has helped me tremendously in terms of just not only writing, but also kind of just knowing who to talk to or just knowing how to read the room, if you will. And I think a lot of that is with PR and just making those contacts that um, I try to make today and moving forward uh, within our industry, but also outside of it. And then with your master's degree, which is so impressive, uh, do you, if someone wanted your your career path or your job, would you recommend them going that route? Yeah, absolutely. I think it depends on your the person. I think it depends on the situation. For me personally, when I was working at the database platform company, I didn't have an in in sports, right? So I worked for a couple of years and I had some some pretty good, you know, decent skills in marketing and you know, I you know, that's when I started thinking about working in sports. I really just didn't have a way in. And so I know I could have just applied for a job if you will. But I wanted to be better prepared 
I wanted to know more about the sports industry, kind of behind the scenes, the business aspect, right? Uh, I had an idea that I wanted to do marketing, but I wanted to learn more before I really set myself out to, you know, change career paths, if you will. And so with the program, you know, it was a great opportunity for me to, you know, to network with people, not only, you know, within team sports, but the whole overall sports industry. And so that USF, the University of San Francisco Sport Management Program has hundreds of people in their network, people who have been in sports, in and out of working in sports. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of my classmates are still working in sports and Joe. So just having that network was really helpful and instrumental in me kind of, you know, navigating um, my way to, to this industry. With you going to uh, a postgraduate school, having that network, but also from the angle of you, your specialty is sending emails for your job. What are your tips for someone who wants to start networking or wants to reach out, but it might be a cold email or a, a cold like LinkedIn message? Do you have those? Have you like, have you perfected that yet? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I don't think I ever will, but I, you know, I'm striving to be better at doing those things every day. Um, right now, I actually mentor a student um, at the University of San Francisco. And one of the, I guess, that's a great question, because one of the things that this student asked me, my mentee asked me is, you know, how do I reach out to people? You know, I'm, I feel like I don't know how to approach people with it, like a cold email, for example. Really, you know, the tip or advice I give this person is just put yourself out there. You know, what, what, what could hurt? What, what sending a, a cold email, introducing yourself, expressing your desire to work in sports, expressing your passions. I think that resonates well, especially for someone who's, I think, regardless if they're a student or not, I think sending out and showing your interest shows your, your, you know, your, your passion, but also shows a little bit of like, I need help. And I think a lot of people in this world will recognize that. But also, like, when you when I see someone who needs help, like, I want to help them out, like, with anything I can do possible, whether it's connecting them with, you know, a degrees of people, um, making an introduction. Maybe that's just my type of my type of personality. You know, my personality, I want to be, I'll, I'll do anything I can to help, you know, someone reach their goal or reach, you know, connect them to, an, to the next person. And so... Really, it's just, you know, going through, putting yourself out there, regardless of, you know, you know, if they don't reply back to you, who cares? Move on to the next. And that's something I found working in the industry that I didn't necessarily know before. I think as a student, when I was reaching out, I thought these people didn't have the time or, you know, they saw them as kind of like scary figures. And now on the flip side of that, it is crazy to think, oh, I wish that person would have reached out again. Or like, I think you right. learn so much more on the flip side that I definitely overanalyzed as a student. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, being uh, working here at the 49ers and just having like random kind of people message me on LinkedIn or, you know, other social channels, like, hey, how did you get your start in sports? Hey, how did you do this? You know, how can I, you know, can you tell me more about your job or just any kind of openings that come through? Like, we were all those students before, right? And so just wanted to go full circle and, you know, be able to help, help out anyone that I can, student or not. Because when I was a student, you know, I, I put myself out there 
answered or asked those questions. And, you know, sometimes people wouldn't reply back, but the people who did reply back, I'm like super grateful for just those little bits and pieces of knowledge or just them connecting me with other people. I want to do the same for other people. This is kind of a tangent, but I am curious. You, We've talked about what you kind of thought you wanted to do and then also the evolution of your position. When you first applied to the 49ers and then we started in, started in July of 2017, is there something that you've done since then that you didn't think you would? <laughs> yes. Um, I would say, I would say it's a mobile app and that is something we, myself and my, and my uh, colleague, Phil Testa, we kind of took on during the 2019 season. And so, you know, going back to 2019, you know, the original kind of planner idea was, you know, we're going to send out push notifications to the faithful, <laughs> you know, let them know when we're playing Seattle, when, when we're playing the Rams, when we're playing whoever, right? But also just helping out other departments with push notifications, whether it's the foundation or if it's an upcoming Levi Stadium event. That was great, right? Like it, it kind of works hand in hand with email marketing, right? Sending out a message, being intentional, informing the faithful of what's coming and what's cool. That quickly evolved uh, last year <laughs> to more than just push notifications. And, you know, we kind of redid our whole app, right? We we changed everything. Uh, we used to have two apps. One was separate for Levi Stadium. One was 49ers. Uh, we integrated both into one cool, cool app. And, you know, that, like I said, has quickly evolved from just push notifications to setting up different pages for Levi Stadium, 49ers News. Um, all the cool kind of partner activations we have. We just had draft. We had a cool draft page in our app. So it entails and has evolved so much in the past few years since I've been with the team. What's funny is when I was asking the question, I didn't have an answer. Like I, I was trying to think about like what I thought you would answer. And I that's what I thought. <laughs> and then as you were answering, I was like, no, I have an answer for him too. Mine would be as Derek Sanchez if I was answering when okay. uh, being the the face of member inclusive menu. Did you know you'd be photographed and in that video? Oh my god! <laughs> you know I was just doing my part as you know as a 49er staff member and just you know just putting on my 49ers gear. You know being being part of the process, doing what I can to help out studios and production and. Lo and behold, I did not think my image or me personally would be, you know, front and center for those things. <laughs> and and here you are. <laughs> yeah, like I, I I'm proud to represent the 49ers, but at the same time, I'm not the most um, like, hey, I'll be the first one to, you know, to be in line to to be in front of the camera or anything like that. We talked about draft responsibilities. When people think of the 49ers, they think of football, they think of game day. What is your typical game day look like? Ah, game day, yes. The good old days. <laughs> yeah, the good old days before the for the pandemic, right? A lot goes into game day. Um, you know, from the week of the preparation, the week of preparation to the actual game day, you know, we're sending out communications to our season ticket members, single game ticket buyers, you know, giving them information a game day guide, if you will, right, of how to enter, what are the protocols to enter, 
you know, the mobile friendly tickets that we have, but also what are the cool features? You know, what's the visa item of the game? What's a concession that you guys should be checking out the different timeline, you know, time is kickoff and so forth. So that week of preparation is huge, not only for our ticket holders and people are going to the game, but it's also, you know, promoting the, game, the upcoming matchup, right? You know, trying to sell tickets, trying to get the, the faithful to pack the house, right? Giving them reasons to go to the game. But the week, the, I should say the day of game day, you know, it's pretty hectic, right? And, you know, it makes me have flashbacks to 2019 and, you know, and that's arriving at the stadium and, you know, just getting ready, um, sitting in the press box with you guys, getting all dressed up. <laughs> um, but, you know, getting ready to send out, you know, an email, um, you know, in the event that we win, but also kind of prepping our push notification messaging, our strategy behind there, you know, some of what are the other things that we need to accomplish um, on game day. One thing I find really interesting about like your role on game day is that your strategy has to change whether the team wins or loses. I mean, we all hope it's a win, but you can't guarantee that. How have you grown in that regard of having to basically do two jobs, have two outcomes and think, and your job is dependent on an outcome you can't control? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, you're right. The outcome on the field definitely dictates the content and the messaging and being intentional in in some of this um, in some of these game day communications, right? And with email, you know, you know, it's just making sure that we have the right tone. And you know, if we win, it's great. You know, everyone's going to get this email. We're going to cover all the highlights, the galleries, the the latest recap article all the cool photos, our photography and our design team puts together, you know, but when we lose, it's a a different story, right? Obviously, you know, we have to be able to read the room or the field, right? And, you know, and, you know, the faithful know the outcome of the game. And so we have to be respectful and, you know, mindful of the outcome. When when we win uh, and we're good, it's more fun, right? So, (laughs) you know, it's definitely, you know, I, I think, Kaylee, when we started off, I think we started off the 17th season 0-9, right? And I think we... We finally won our first game, game 10. And so, you know, my first year in sports was a little, with the 49ers was a little bit of a learning curve, right? And so, you know, you obviously we weren't the greatest team on the field. You know, we tried hard, but starting off 0-9, you know, and just it's hard to amplify messaging, right? It's hard to amplify, you know, 49ers lost or a post-game recap after, after another game of another loss, if you will. But obviously, we've the team has grown. Uh, we saw more success, like especially in '19, the year we went to the Super Bowl. And you know, with being good, you get to have a little more fun. You know, you get to you know, especially with on the push notification side, it, my job had or my messaging and my job has evolved a lot. Just in terms of you know, it helps that when the team is good, we can have more fun in our push notifications. Um, just being aware of like, you know, and mindful of the fans' interests, you know, whether we could tie in anything cool culturally or just be a little more, you know, a little more out there and, you know, with the messaging and just, just having fun with it. With messaging, is there a time of the year that you like the most or you have the most fun with? There's training camp, there's game day, there's draft, schedule reveal, is there a time that you are either can have the most fun or the most leniency with your titling and messaging? I would say is whenever 
we win <laughs> or especially in season i'm just a you know a big gamer like i i want like i love football season i love obviously when we have success and when we win and you know just kind of you know it gives me those like weird kind of endorphins that good feeling of like you know and i, I feel like my messaging is most strong during during the football season um but obviously you know that extends into the off season and things like that but just anything 49ers football related i'm just like let's go <laughs> Have you had a memorable game or one that sticks out to you that since you've been working here that you were like, yes, that above all has been my best memory? Oh, good question. There's too many, too many to think about. And as much as, you know, it's a, it's, it's a great memory, but it's also kind of a, a bad memory, right? And then it's, we went to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. In Miami, you know, <laughs> you know, such an incredible experience. You know, one of those things I always want to do is, you know, go to go to the Super Bowl. And lo and behold, it's with my team. My, you know, I work with the 49ers and just being a, a childhood fan of the 49ers. And so that was just kind of the, the personal side of it. You know, just being at the big game, working alongside with you guys and watching the game and and whatnot. But, you know, it was a little bit of a bad memory, obviously, because we lost. And so that was like, I would say the only kind of, you know, negative aspect to it. But, hey, I had such a good time. I know the team played played hard. And, um, you know, regardless of the outcome, I was still proud to, you know, be a member of the 49ers. Yeah, that was such a good weekend or week because I it was incredibly generous of the York family to fly everyone out there and their family. Do you have a favorite Miami memory or something that stuck out to you from the trip? Oh man, that's uh, another, you're throwing me curveballs. Um, <laughs> I, I could probably, I could probably name, give you a few. Um, obviously the, the game, right? The game itself was just tremendous, right? Um, but I think it was a couple of days before, you know, the Super Bowl and, you know, the York's, and the whole organization invited all the employees and staff to kind of a, a like a dinner kind of cocktail party kind of thing. Um, it was just being able to, you know, relax and have fun with your coworkers. But also I brought my wife and my wife, Ruth, got to meet, you know, all, all of the coworkers, all of you know, my colleagues. And, you know, it was good drinks, good food, great weather, just, you know, all around good times. Yeah. I want to finish with a lightning round. It's not actually lightning round-esque questions. I just don't know what else to call this segment. <laughs> I love the name. Do you have, yeah, do you have any game day superstitions? Game day superstitions. I would say, <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily game day, but I have to make sure, like, Kaylee, you know, um what I look like so I I shave my head so I, <laughs> and so I sh I make sure my head is shaven uh before every game day if that even counts but you know just making sure it's nice and, and put together I mean that's I feel like that's just grooming so I feel yeah. like that's a, that's a good superstition to have <laughs> you know gro grooming is good but making sure I'm you know just nice and freshly head shaven you know on before before I get to the stadium is that also happen for away games or is that a home game home game routine oh i think that's absolutely a home game routine you know especially you know you know 
back when we used to go to the stadium on game days, you know, putting on a nice suit, making sure everything's kind of pressed and clean and straight and, you know, just making sure, you know, you're well-groomed is, is always a good look. If there's someone listening who wants to get into sports or digital and email marketing, what would your number one piece of advice to them be? Oh, number one piece of advice. I would say if you have the passion or if you have any type of content, whether it's social or email or design or any kind of portfolio that you can display and show the world, I think that will put you ahead of many others in line. That's a great one. Do you have, do you keep your emails to keep as a portfolio? I do. I have emails, I have push notifications, I have kind of the app build out, if you will, and I'm constantly updating my portfolio. I'm a little behind, you know, since since draft happened and, you know, and whatnot, but I am constantly improving, constantly updating my portfolio. And I give that advice to a lot of people who, you know, are looking for jobs and whatnot. It's like, you can't just submit a resume and cover letter these days, you know, depending, obviously depending on your job, but working in marketing and working in digital marketing specifically, you have to, you know, if you, you have to one up someone, if you will, you have to show that you have the experience, but also like, you know, here's my, here's my proof. I can serve it up to you either digitally or a hard copy. Here it is. Do you think, because we work in digital marketing, it's digital is ever evolving. What changes do you see happening in the digital realm in the next five years? Do you see any trends for five years from now? Yeah, uh, I see a few. And I think it, it has been happening recently in the past few years. And, you know, it's that shift. To, everything's going to be on mobile, right? Everything's going to be viewed mobily or on a mobile phone, I should say, uh, or, or on a smartphone or a tablet, right? And so... You know, obviously, 49ers.com is, you know, viewable on a desktop, but we're seeing trends now where, you know, more people are viewing news articles, videos, things like that on a mobile phone, right? And so that's what's so key and important about the mobile app. And it's making sure everything's formatted correctly to view on a mobile screen, but also tablet, right? And so I can, I'm not saying people are going to step away from, you know, their laptops or their, or their desktops, but, you know, with the world that we're we're living in when it's go, go, go. Everyone's on their phone. Everyone's, you know, kind of heads down into what they're doing um, on their phone. I think, you know, more than ever content, you know, whether it's articles, photo galleries, um, video, just anything that can be served up to your handheld device, I think is going to keep moving and keep thriving. Yeah, I think that's, you nailed it we for the website it is crazy how much the trend has tra- changed since I started working in sports the desktop to mobile ratio so it's gonna keep going and people are just gonna keep getting more and more connected to their personal devices yeah it's a trend that has been happening and I think you know it's just gonna keep on going We have been working from home for a year. It was actually really fun. We got to work together for the first time in a year during draft. But what have you learned about your work style or about yourself during this last year of work from home? Yeah, I did see you for the first time. Was it last week? Yeah, (laughs) last week. And, you know, 
but from working from home for the past year because of quarantine and the pandemic, you know, really has taught me to kind of prioritize and just, you know, um, figure out, especially working from home because I have, I have two young kids and I don't have the biggest space and, you know, just having, just being agile, you know, and, you know, and just figuring out a time when, where I can have quiet time, you know, whether that's, you know, sitting in my bedroom by myself, locking my kids out or, you know, asking, asking my wife, can you take the kids to the park today for a couple hours? I got to get this done, you know, that kind of thing. So <laughs> it's really been just, you know, I've been relying a lot on my wife and my family, you know, to kind of navigate through working from home. Um, obviously, working from a laptop it makes makes life a lot easier. And just, you know, if I need to work outside or if I need to work at a remote place, that type of thing, um, I've really, you know, have become more adaptable, you know, to the environment. Um, working from home has changed, you know, the, the dynamics of a lot of things and a lot of people and how they work. And, you know, everyone is on Slack or everyone is working uh, through, a, through a Zoom meeting and things like that. You know, just being more accessible, um, you know, and just I think for me, I've always liked to over communicate and I've continued to do that <laughs> during the pandemic. With people, I would say most of the world being at home right now. Have you seen any changes in uh, open rates on emails or people who are spending more time on in the app? Have there been any changes that you've seen that can be attributed to kind of a stay-at-home lifestyle? Yeah, we're definitely seeing some different trends, right? We're always kind of analyzing when we send things, you know, intentionally, whether it's like the morning versus the afternoon at night. Uh, we work alongside our business strategy and analytics team. And, you know, we, a lot of people think my job, especially on the email side is just sending an outlook email, right? Like here's some text, sending an email and there you go. Right. But we have an email platform where we, we do all this, right? So I'm, I'm hard coding. I'm putting HTML in there. We're constantly testing subject line. We're constantly testing timing, whether, you know, the from name, right? Whether it's the San Francisco 49ers or another from name. So we're constantly evaluating like different parts of the email, but also also related to push notifications, right? Whether a longer message is better than a shorter message, you know, um, not being too clickbait type messaging, if you will, um, whether it's a image on the message or image not on the message of a push. And so we're constantly kind of testing and evaluating those things. So, you know, I don't want to reveal too much, but yeah, we are, we are, you know, being very intentional. <laughs> uh, we are, we are seeing different trends and, you know, we are, we're, we're trying to, you know, get to a baseline and see if those are, um, can be trends, you know, moving forward for us. Looking forward to 2021. I mean, we're in it, but what are you looking forward to most? I'm. I'm really looking forward to having fans back at the stadium, us being at the stadium, just having a packed house and, you know, whether that's a hundred percent or 50% or whatever the County allows us to have, it's just getting back to normal seal, you know, just having Niners football back at Levi stadium, you know, just, I miss that, you know, just going to the game and hearing the roar of the crowd, just seeing you guys in, in, in the office at the stadium, just, I really miss that part of my job and, you know, just, I think we're getting close to there. I think we're going to get there. Just, you know, overall, that's what I'm looking forward to. We talked about the job responsibility you didn't see coming when you signed on. Do you have a favorite project you've worked on? 
favorite project let's see favorite project the first thing that kind of comes to mind is kind of a couple things kicking off like this new app that we had last year just because we were in the weeds of it all right just from user interface from design from to user flow what 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 different people see um i really got to put my thoughts and my ideas on the table and you know those came to life right in partnership with our our app vendor with our design team with our with our website team and, and content team and you know just seeing those things come to life especially in the 49ers app and something that you know thousands of people see every day our messaging the different kind of cool features we have you know i'm super proud of that proud, proud of those activations so kicking off the app but also just everything we did for like our the biggest events right and every Every game day is huge for us, but like, obviously the Super Bowl is second to none, right? And so just having a part in communications for Super Bowl was huge, but also for CFP and CFP was a the college football playoff was was such a you know a big task for everyone. And um, I, you know, before I joined the 49ers, I thought it was just 49ers football, right? That's all we're going to promote. It's all we're going to market. And you know, we had we had that big game you know a couple of years ago, and that was as much as that was a monster of event and, you know, it took so many different hands and so many different people to, to really put that together. I just feel super proud of the end product. CFP was really fun because that was the first huge event at Levi Stadium. We came on right after the Super Bowl, which was Carolina, Denver. So I think mm -hmm. like we've had lots of concerts and soccer events, but I felt like CFP was our first huge event. Yeah, hundred percent. And, you know, here on the West Coast, right? I mean, college football is not the biggest thing, you know, unless you went to like Cal or Stanford, right? And so for me personally, growing up, college football wasn't, I wasn't most attracted to college football as a kid or just, you know, growing up here in the Bay Area. And so just seeing those powerhouse programs, right? It was at Clemson and Alabama, I believe, that played in that game. Yeah. Just seeing those fan bases and just how crazy and how loyal these fans are for, for those for those two schools, it, you know, opened my eyes to, you know, college football and how big it really is. And just amazed at, like, how big of, a, of an event the CFP, CFP playoff really was. You might not have been a college football fan. You were a 49ers fan. We just announced the 75th season. What is your favorite 49ers historical moment? Oh, man. I was just old enough to remember the last time we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm not going to date or age myself there, but I was just, I just, I'm just old enough to remember that. But, you know, that was a long time ago, obviously. I would say, gosh, and I have to get my dates right. Is it, was it 2011 or 2012 when we played, the 49ers played the Saints? Um, my then girlfriend at the time she's not my wife Ruth <laughs> for my birthday took me to that game uh where Alex Smith threw the game-winning touchdown pass to Vernon Davis I believe um it was just a wild game um I think they even dubbed that like the catch three or catch two or something like that I forgot what it was but just the atmosphere at the stick was unreal right it was a playoff game we beat the Saints I think we were down in the last like minute of the game and it was just an amazing result like it's just something i'll never forget wow ruth really knows how to plan a good date <laughs> she does she does it was for my birthday and you know she totally surprised me 
with tickets and lo and behold, it's probably one of the greatest 49er games of all time. Final question. And then I will let you go. (laughs) What's been your favorite memory as a member of the 49ers organization? Favorite memory. I would say when we beat the Packers in the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl, just being on the field after after that game, celebrating with you, Haley, celebrating with all of our colleagues, confetti in the air. We had like champagne and things like that. And we took photos and just like, like all of our hard work, you know, you know, on the, obviously the team on the field, but us behind the scenes on the digital side, right? Just seeing that all come to fruition and just, you know, all that paying off, all the long nights, all the weekends that we work and whatnot, just, you know, like, this is why we, we work here. Right. And you know, wh- whether it's win, lose, or a tie, you know, it's just, we, I love being a part of it. It was just that extra cherry on top to, you know, really see, you know, we're, we're going to the Super Bowl. That was such an amazing moment. Yeah. Well, Derek, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I, I truly appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. I know you're very busy, so I, it means a lot. Of course, yeah, anything uh, anything I can do to help you guys out and uh, definitely enjoyed my time with you here on the podcast.